Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right, Rob, let's uh, – you mentioned the NBA and the sales of the Dallas Mavericks and the Charlotte Hornets, um, but let's talk a little on-the-court NBA. And last night – let's just say it was a bad night for teams from L.A. All right. The Denver Nuggets go down – I'm sorry, the L.A. Clippers go down to the Denver Nuggets, 113-104. to 104. And the Los Angeles Lakers, Rob, in a historic game, they lose 138 to 94 to the Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia. And Rob, that 44 point loss, the worst of LeBron James's entire career 21 seasons. And last night was the worst. And I'm going to tell you this, as bad as that Lakers loss was, I actually think the Clippers loss was even worse. Clippers only lost by nine. Lakers lost by 44. But here's why I think the Clippers loss was actually worse. The Clippers, Rob, lost to the Denver Nuggets even though the Nuggets were without their star, their superstar, Nikola Jokic. They were without their star guard, Jamal Murray, who's been out for a little while. And they were without Aaron Gordon. So either their best three players or three of their top four, however you want to look at it, were out. And Rob, this is how bad, this is the crew that beat the L.A. Clippers. DeAndre Jordan started at center and didn't just start. Played 34 minutes and gave him 21-13 and five assists. DeAndre Jordan turned back the clock. Rob G, look up the last time he had 21 points. 
I bet it's been darn near a decade. And um, that's the team that beat the Clippers. Now, the Clippers had been looking okay, Rob, when, when Russell Westbrook went to the bench. But things have stalled. And um, they've now lost two out of their last three. And James Harden is not looking like himself at all. Uh, Harden, Rob, his last three games, eight points, eight points, 11 points. So he's averaging nine points in his last three games. He's shooting in the 30% range and uh, just very um, unproductive. And so I think that loss was even worse than the Lakers. I can get to the Lakers in a little while, but where where are you at on that? No, I disagree. I think it was the Lakers from a couple standpoints. LeBron James and AD playing, and you get humiliated like that. It just and you just said it. The worst of his career. Yeah, like forty four points is like those guys weren't playing. That would be a Laker game with they're missing one of those guys and somebody's hobbled. Like that was an unbelievable. And I get it. Philly shot the lights out of it. Lights out from three, Chris. But here's the other thing: it has ramifications because you already got LeBron talking about changes. Here we are. We're in November. He's talking about changes have to happen after such a loss like that, that already, like, if you're one of those players or you're on the team, here we go, you know, like there's a chance that uh, uh, there's going to be some movement or some moves made or whatever, LeBron not happy, and here we go, finger pointing. So I think, like, the Clippers, obviously, when another team has their men down, but you had a couple of former Clippers because Reggie Jackson also uh, did his thing against his former team. And it happens sometimes. Paul George had a terrible shooting night. And you mentioned James Harden. They had Harden. their four stars. No, I get it. about having LeBron and AD. They had Kawhi no, I, I and get Paul it. George and Westbrook I get it, but you had, two, you had two guys who shot poorly. Uh, but a 44-point loss is almost unheard of with an AD and a LeBron on the court. And that's why I'm, there's no doubt. That's the worst loss of LeBron James's career because normally you're going to lose. LeBron's been blown out. That ain't what I'm saying. 44, 50, almost a 50-point loss is historic. It just doesn't happen when you lose that poorly. Yeah, And now, I, I and now you got to start to look at the roster, and, and, and I don't know. Is LeBron and the Clippers really, don't? Nah, I mean, there's nothing. They just made the move. They're not going to do anything with the Clippers. No, they need I mean, to. No, they I mean, gotta, I'll figure it out. The Lakers, I, I can look at that loss, and you're right. I mean, LeBron said after the game that a lot of things have to change. Um, but to me, and we've talked about this before, Rob, in today's NBA, where darn near half of the shots are three-pointers, if one team catches fire from three, and that's what happened last night, the, six, the Sixers were just out of their minds from three-point range, all right, and and the other team is cold from three, then you can end up having a blowout like this. The, the Sixers hit 22 of 46 from three, Rob. That is 48%. The Lakers hit 7 to 28, 25%, and there's your blowout. Now, the Lakers talking about making changes, or, you know, LeBron said they need a lot of – help and a lot of changes. I think that that's just a good thing because they, they need to win the championship. That's what their goal is. They're not there to get to the finals. Even they're not there to get to the Western conference. 
finals. They're trying to win the championship, and they are not a championship team right now. So I actually think that's if last night woke them up to what they really are, then that could be a good thing. But um, I, the Clippers, that is just and, – and the other thing is the Lakers at least are playing decent basketball overall. I mean, they're 10 and 8. The Clippers are 7 and 9 and struggling. Like, I mean, it's we got a long way to go, so I'm, we don't even need to talk playoffs. But the Clippers just haven't been playing well. And um, so I think the loss was worse for them. But bottom line, Rob, is I think both of these teams are older teams. All their stars are older. Uh, we know LeBron is playing great, but he's not quite what he used to be. And then Kawhi's not what he used to be, Rob. He's still a star, but he's not as good as he used to be. Um, obviously, Westbrook and Harden aren't. Paul George, if you want to say he is, okay. Um, but that, the but rest that's what of happens with time and age. You know, like yep. people – like, even LeBron's numbers, like, we talk about it. He doesn't impact winning nearly like he used to. He puts up numbers. No, not, not, they don't, they don't win like. well, but he don't, yeah, he can't. Yeah, they don't, the they don't like automatically that. win because LeBron has 30 points or stuff like that that used to be the case. So, yeah, I mean, I just think that the Clippers have room for improvement because yeah, I just, they, they, I just think I that, agree with you on that. I just think I think they have room. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, but I think they can improve. Full of improvement. I think they can improve. Like it's not a pipe dream. They can play better. So it'll be interesting. I just forty-four points. That, that's outrageous. That's just like, um, I think the story of this season, Rob. One of the stories is going to be: Are these young teams for real? Like you can look at the standings right now, and again, it's early, particularly in the West, though. And say, okay, are we seeing a changing of the guard? Minnesota, Rob, is at the top of the conference, 12 and 4, um, with Anthony Edwards. And, you know, Carl Anthony Towns isn't old, but he isn't, or isn't young, but he isn't old. And um, are they for real? Uh, Oklahoma City, second in the conference, are they for real? Like that, Denver's the best team in the conference. And then you've got the Phoenixes. The Golden States, the Lakers, the Clippers, Golden State, Dallas. Seem like uh, they're struggling right now. But yeah. I'm just saying these older teams with all this pedigree that none of them are really great, but you know they got stars. They still can play, and so they're all kind of bunched together. So my question is, who's the biggest? Who's going to be the biggest threat to Denver, Rob? Is it going to be one of these young teams, a Minnesota and OKC? Or will it be the old, one of the older teams, a Phoenix, a Lakers, you know, a Clippers? Um, you know, if they, with their experience, will that pay dividends in the playoffs? So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But, uh, yeah, my thought was that the Clippers lost is worse than the Lakers. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Dynasty the King. King. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. 
They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their general tires. Test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, Rob, uh, the guy you trashed. No, I guess you trashed his fans. No, the, the people who were trashing the scouts saying that they, they, you know, blew it on him or whatever. I'm just, well, here's the story. So Josh Dobbs, who's been a backup uh, ever since he's been in the league, which is uh, one, two, three. This is fourth year in the league. Um, been with Pittsburgh, played sparingly. Uh, been with t- Tennessee, played sparingly. Arizona, this year, Rob, with Kyler Murray out, he started the first eight games and was one in seven. Now, despite being one in seven, that one win was Dallas. 
And Josh played fine. You know, nobody expected anything from him, so he, he was okay. Right. Um, and they played hard, right? They, they looked like they, you know, they gave some teams some trouble, and they beat the Cowboys, so it looked like, okay, they're all right. And then he goes to Minnesota, and Rob, and, and just a great story. I mean, we got to keep it real. I'm sure you agree. Um, a guy who is an astronaut, they call him the pastronaut, and when he's done playing, he will do all of that. He's a rocket scientist, literally. Um, he could but he goes out game. there, Rob, and doesn't even – he's only been there a couple of days, doesn't even know the plays. The coach is directing him to some degree in his uh, helmet, you know, with the, the uh, mechanics in the helmet where he can talk to him. And um, he gets him a big win, right? And, and he's, he, his first game there against Atlanta – he scores two touchdowns passing the ball and runs for another. Then they beat New Orleans with him starting, and he throws for another touchdown and runs for another one. And then last week, Denver, they lose only by a point, but he did have a pick uh, and one touchdown, but still one touchdown pass and one running. And then last night against the Bears, uh, the wheels fell off. Uh, 22 for 32, 185. Doesn't sound horrible, but one touchdown, four interceptions, and um, he he was bad. And now uh, the coach, uh, Kevin O'Donnell, O'Connell, is questioning whether or not he's going to start him next week. Here he is. We're going to take a look, uh, you know, really evaluate, you know, the inventory of plays now we have of Josh. Look, I, I think what Josh Dobbs has, has really done coming in here on short notice and really going, you know, two and two in a, in a stretch where, you know, a lot of people might have thought Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson being out, the deck stacked against us. That's not the way this team thinks. That's not the way we operate. It's not the way I operate. Well, the, the answer, Rob, might be Nick Mullins, who is no – uh, nobody's hero himself when it comes to the NFL. Uh, they do get their man Justin Jefferson back, so we'll see. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, you see how quickly they're jumping off the bandwagon. I mean, for real. Like, you could have a bad day at the office, Chris, if they really believed in Josh Dobbs. He had a bad day. We, we, we know the good stuff that he's been able to do. To not be noncommittal after you throw four picks – Says all you need to know. Like, for real. He could have just said, he's our quarterback for the rest of the year. Dude, the guy came in, won some games for us. He had a terrible performance today. We believe in him. We're going to get Jefferson back. That's going to give him another weapon. Let's just, you know what I mean? Let's not yep. panic and act like the season's over or whatever. It was a bad loss. We should have beaten the Bears at home. I mean, I'm upset. I'm disappointed. But, but let's move forward. They didn't say that. It, it just... And this I mean, is what I, look, I wouldn't have committed to the whole season. Uh, no, but, take but I'm that just out saying, of your but Chris, you, for Nick Mullins, for Nick Mullins, that's who you're that, – Nick that's Mullins, Rob, 5-12 and 12 in his career, and he, he's been around the same length of time as Josh, five years. Um, 27 touchdowns, 23 picks. Um, has thrown for 212 yards a game in his in – his, you know, when he's played. Um Dobbs, let's see, what, what are Dobbs' numbers for his career? Dobbs for his career, Rob, 2-11 uh, and 11 as a starter, 15 touchdowns, 13 picks. I mean, they're very similar, 208 yards a game. You know what I mean? 
I I of the two, I like Dobbs better because he does give you that element where he can run. Um and he is a smart guy, so you figure he's just going to get, you know, better in the system as as he gets more acclimated to him. Obviously, that hasn't happened in Minnesota, but I I hear you because Mullins, like I said, nobody's hero, and that's the guy you want to bench Josh Dobbs for. Um, you could have easily said, look, Josh, he had a bad game. It happens. The best quarterbacks in the league. Have bad games. Not so, right. You could easily you know, say that, Chris. Yep. You, you could. It, it just tells you about the thinking of Dobbs. It's like you're you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know that. Right. You're just like. Okay, and that's the yeah. life. Yeah. When you're a backup, you're not ballyhooed. You're not touted. You don't have any room for error. No. It's somewhat. Was- I mean, Brock Purdy's obviously earned some of that now. But it's kind of sim- an extreme version of what people still are doing with him, Rob. It's no, like Chris, that's no, 100%. Right? Every, every time it's a bad game, they look at him and go, I don't know. You know right. and, and, and every time a guy like a Josh Dobbs you know, has a bad game, it's like, okay, get him out. Let's get somebody else in. Like, yep. like that's the, not like some of the good stuff. You just said it. He only has, and I say only <laughs> – Five interceptions before it came last night. Right. (laughs) It's like we look, we joke about so-and-so turning back into a pumpkin. But it is like that is the mentality. Rob, what what are to your point, the only reason they don't come out and say, look, Josh is starting the next game. We got a bye week. You know, he can finally get a chance to get into the playbook for real. And, you know, he's been good for us. We won his first two games. We believe in him. And you could have said that. The only reason you don't is because while you might get mad when the odd couple says it and you might scoff at it when we say he might turn back into a pumpkin or he yep. has, you believe it. That's exactly you think, the case. Yeah, it, yeah, he's probably turned back into that pumpkin that he really is. That's what happens with backups, Rob. I know. I know it sounds it's, it sounds unfair or whatever, but that's really where you are. When you Chris, your your margin of error, you can lose and not be great, but when you turn the ball over, they're going to be like, man, you know, like we got to get somebody else. This guy, look at look at this, terrible. I'm sure they would like, yeah, too good to be true. We knew the other shoe would drop. We knew it was just a matter of time before his talent level levels off and he becomes that uh, he becomes what all the scouts saw saw right. Chris before. That's what right. the so- scouts saw before. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and look, but while people are saying, like you said, it's unfair and all that. Look on the on the flip side, he because there were no expectations of him, he actually got the benefit of the doubt. When he was in Arizona, Rob. I mean, any other quarterback going one in seven, you wouldn't have been, nobody would have been like hollering your praises. If they expected anything, they wouldn't have been singing your praises. You averaged fewer than 200 yards a game passing. You had eight touchdowns, five picks. You weren't lighting the world on fire. But you benefited from the low expectations. And now those low expectations are coming to bite you 
Because now it's like, oh, yeah, that's who he really is. So, you know, it, it don't feel bad for him. He got a lot of great publicity uh, that I'm sure will help him. Oh, he know. was man of the year, Chris, after that game. Remember that? I mean, it was, oh, my God. What oh, everybody's been him? celebrating. His dad's been on TV. I've been seeing his dad at the games in the stands and everything. And it's good. Good for him. Um, I think now, it is a great story. It's been a great story. Now his dad last night had to sneak out of the game last night. <laughs> <laughs> his dad that's was my, like, before, dad that's my boy the, down the there. Wins. That's right. my boy. And then it was like last night. I don't know him. I, who is that? <laughs> well, I, when I'm he just, tried to get in the skybox, it was, the door was locked. He's <laughs> like, wait, well, I was just in here last I week. I was in here last Eating week. chicken right. nuggets and and and. and <laughs> And rings. What, what happened? Can I get some wings? <laughs> uh, sir, can you step away from the door, please? Step away from the door, sir. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, day. The, that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. Were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Rob, we we talked earlier about it with Ephraim Salam 
on uh, Deion Sanders and his tenure at Colorado. Just one year, just one season. They finished the season four and eight, lose eight of their last nine. Rob G, kind of give us a summary of where, you know, what's happened with Deion there and where things stand uh, now. Well, you touched on it, Chris. It all started with a upset win over TCU that had Colorado and Deion Sanders really feeling themselves. If you recall, famously after that game, Ed Werder tried asking a question, and Deion Sanders said he couldn't ask a question because he didn't believe. He didn't believe in the offseason <laughs> that Colorado was going to be here and that they, they weren't coming, that they were already here by now. So they start off the season 3-0, and and everybody's feeling it. They're, um, you know, He's doing interviews on Barstool and ESPN and Undisputed every week, and then things kind of went. Wayne had a concert. Yeah, things kind of went sideways pretty quick. A lot of shows went there. Yeah. So you mentioned they lost eight of their last nine, including six in a row. They went from being a dark horse national title contender to not even bowl eligible. And to make and matters, everybody thought it would they were going to the bowl when they were three and zero and they need yeah. six wins. They're like, oh, this everybody is easy money. Uncle. They're going to be a bowl. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And uh, things have kind of. I'm not going to say this is the worst part, but last week, Shadour Sanders missed the game because he had a fracture in his back. We don't know what that might mean for his future going forward, either in the NFL or next season with Colorado. I imagine it's a small injury. But now it's boiling over to the recruiting uh, space because they've had two recruits in the last three days decommit from Colorado and Deion Sanders. To add it, just let's, say two, this, let's say this. I'd Be- heard people of de- other deccommitting. Numbers, but- People decommitting is not like no, unheard of. Okay, it's not. It's not unheard. It's not, of. It's not unheard of. You know what I mean? So let's not make it like, oh my God, they're fleeing from Dion. A right. lot of kids do it. A lot of kids. well, just Rob. To your point, that is true. It happens all the time, and this is very early in the process still. Yeah. But just for some context, Colorado's 2024 recruiting class currently ranks 65th nationally, wow. only three spots ahead of Colorado State. They only have nine commitments just three of whom rank in the top 400 nationally. Wow. Now that's, that surprises that, that's, me. Yeah, those are the, those yeah, are the ones. That's the one, I mean, one of the things I think many of us expected from Dion is the recruiting. That's, because oh of the high God. profile, Chris. Right. And the, and the profile, his history, the N-I, which leads to NIL. All of the great guys, but but the Dion said, we ain't, we ain't an ATM. We ain't, if you come in here to get rich, don't come and all that. I mean, he his comments were not not likable for the new college football player. Yeah, I, I what what do you so we talk we asked Ephraim. I'll ask you, Rob. Do you think this season will go down as a success for Dion or a failure? Okay, it's a good Hello? question. No, I'm here. I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to give it a a, a fair answer. Right. Because I, I know where they came from, and I know they only have one win, so any kind of improvement, it's hard to call it from one win to four wins, hard to call it up to the three wins, right? And um, while you four. think, let me let me clarify. I mean on the field. Because obviously, I, I don't think anyone could deny it's been a raging success off the right. field. You know what right? I'm like saying. Like the right, money. right. right. That that school, Rob, that school has gotten more publicity than no, it's had no, no, since no, it won the national championship. No, no doubt. And that's what I'm trying what, to be 30 fair years about, ago. Chris. Yeah, that's so, what I'm trying to so be fair So off about. the field, obviously, a major success. Okay, I'll say this. Okay. On strictly football-wise. 
football, then it's a fail. And it's a fail because of where they started from. To be 3-0, and to, to have those sites. When they lost to, what is it, Stanford? Remember that game? They were up 29-0 at half. That, that, that's the game that, to me, just said, like, something's wrong here. There's just no way you could lose possibly. Most people, and you know this, Chris, went to bed – Woke up and were I was absolutely stunned. <laughs> Weren't you stunned when you woke up? Like, yeah, stunned. I was one of them. I thought it was over. Most people went to bed because it was twenty nine nothing at the half or whatever, and not to make up, not to win, be able to win three more games when everybody was was so sky high. And you talked about it before. TCU, they weren't who we thought they were when they won that first game. You know, that was a telltale sign that they were. Maybe we didn't know it at the time, Chris, but they, they were off to I, you a know, bad year. It wasn't like I didn't know, but I remember us talking about it and, and us us just throwing it out there. Hey, you know, we don't know what TCU is. Because last year, it's not like they're a, a, a year, a perennial power, right? It's not like Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. They get to the championship game, and you know the following year, even if they lost everybody as far as starters, they were going to be good, right? TCU was fluky last year. And so we were just like, well, are, we, we think they're good. They were ranked. Right, we right? thought. Right. But, and it turns out they weren't very good. No. And, and, and you can sugarcoat it any way you want. As I said, Chris, you would feel way better about the program if they started out one and four and then finished with three, you know what I mean? Finish with three wins. And then they well, have this four is where the season. I'm going to push back on you, Rob, okay. because when we talked about the Denver Broncos and now they started one and five and now they've won five straight and they're six and five. And you're saying you about them. You're saying, you know, we're not going to give them credit for just being what we thought they were. Like if they had started one and one, then they're two and three, then they're four and two, and then they're six and five. You know, that's just a you 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 think, you know what, this is about what we expected from them. It wouldn't be a big deal. Um, so I'm gonna say with Colorado, Rob, to your point, if they had say they lost to TCU, they start one and two, then they're one and four, but then they, you know, they end up being three and six, and they end up four and eight. I think people would have looked at that and said, hey, they came from one win a year ago. They had about 60 new players. This is Dion's first season coaching at the Division One, the you know, top level. Um, I think people would look at that as a success. So I'm going to say, if you're saying it for Denver, that we're just going to judge them by where they were supposed to be, regardless how they got there, why not say that about Colorado? Because Denver had a team with a top 10 defense. They should have never been as bad as we saw where Colorado. Should have never start, been as good. Nah, but when you start Nobody off. Nobody thought 3-0. When, when you start 3-0, and you change expectations. There's no way, Chris, when they were 3-0 and that you thought they weren't going to win another game. And I know that they won one more. But there's no way you looked at them and went, okay, season's over. Yeah, they won three games. I only expected them to win two because uh, of that. When they win three games, including a team that was in a national championship game, expectations change. And I'm not saying that they were supposed to win out or win 10 games or anything like that. 
But the embarrassing losses that they had and the way they played, that's what makes you have, feel like it fell well, here, totally, here, it fell apart. It fell well, apart. Here, okay, embar- you say embarrassing losses. They lost to USC by a touchdown. Yeah, when but USC that game was that game eighth. was way that game was way and, and USC Chris lost his last five. No, so I know USC's well, not I, as good I, I, as I'm we gonna tell you this. Were. I'd rather be have you know I shouldn't say I'd rather be you'd rather be USC even if it's seventy five, but I think Colorado had a more successful season than USC because Colorado improved you know three games from last year. USC went backwards. And was a team that no, many thought might be able to get to USC. the playoff. Right. It was a so disaster. I'm saying, you're saying embarrassing losses. I, no, Oregon was I, embarrassing, 42-6. to six. USC, they lose by a touchdown. Beat Arizona State. Stanford, embarrassing because they were up 29 right. to 0 to, oh, at half. But UCLA, which was ranked, they lost to them by two touchdowns. Oregon State, they lost to, which is ranked 16th. They lost to them by seven. Arizona was number 21. They lost to them by a field goal. Now, Washington State blasted them. And Utah, which had been a good team, beat them by six. So I'm just saying, like, they only had a couple of embarrassing losses, which if you're a bad or middling team, you're going to have a few embarrassing losses in college football. And so I I think I get what you're saying in, in terms of, once they started three and zero, everybody was excited about them. Expectations changed. That's all right. They do. But I'm going to say, if you step back and you look at where they came from and what they were supposed to be, even though it ended ugly, and again, some of those games were close. Um, I think it was a success. Not as much as they wanted. Not as much as probably most fans wanted. To be honest, you know, I mean, just. Not even Colorado fans, but a lot of us thought, oh, this is exciting. This is fun. But I think overall it was a success. Um, and now, Rob, I'll say this. Now is where the, the really hard work begins. I'm not saying it wasn't hard for them to get their team together this year. But now, Rob, now there are expectations, right? Like this year, there were no expectations. Now there will be expectations now when you lose, there will be criticism. You won't be, if you're not great, you're not going to be the it team. There no Shows aren't going to go to Colorado to, to, you know, do their shows from your campus if you're not great. We already saw, you know, Rob G talked about their recruiting class. That, that's, to me, that, that's a failure. If their recruiting class is 65th, you got one of the best football players ever recruiting. You got all of that publicity, all of that pomp and circumstance, all the celebrities on the sidelines, and you can't do better than, you know, the 65th recruiting class in the country. So now is where the hard work begins. But see, the, other thing, oh, the only that's, problem, that's Chris, what I'm looking at for them. Is I hear that with Dion and all that, but when you, know, when you don't win – Nobody cares about that. Like, that's the part. Like, do I want to go to a program that won one game last year, the year before, and then started out 3-0 and and then lost some of these games? And you're right. Okay, some of them were embarrassing. Some weren't. But they lost all these games at the end. People went from droves and concerts and celebrities walking the sidelines to nobody showing up and nobody heading there. Do I really want to be a part of that? 
Do I really want, you know what I mean? Like, is this going to fall apart? And I'm sure the recruiters, Chris, are saying, you sure you want to go there? Did you see what happened when they played Stanford? Stanford's not even a good football team. They got, you know, whatever it is, they'll use but as again, ammo you, against that's them. But again, that's the thing. He has yeah. to be able to counter that. And I don't think that should be that hard because obviously they're rebuilding. He got a couple of people to go to Jackson State. Oh, no doubt. I mean, you know, so there's no doubt. He should be he's able not to get, get. He's anybody. obviously got to get linemen though. That's their big problem is the is the line on both sides of the of the field. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.